we're looking to succeed now, but we can't do both. And so I, I think for us that maybe have struggled with the fear of, of rejection, for some of us that have bought into the lie that we have to be approved of by certain people in order to be valuable, this is what I would propose. We need to learn the ability to value the unconditional, constant approval of God over the conditional approval of people. We need to learn to value the constant approval of God as opposed to the conditional approval of people. I'm not sure with you in here what it's like right now, but I'm not sure how many of you struggle with this a little bit or a lot. Somewhere in between. But I've got another little series for you, another little deal that might give you some indication of how hard of a fear of rejection you might have going on. It may give you some indication of a level that maybe you bought the lie that you have to be approved of by certain people in order to be valuable. And so what I'm going to do, like I did last time, is I'm going to read a number of scriptures here. There are three. After I read these scriptures, I'm just kind of mentally evaluate how you deal with these issues. On a scale of 1 to 10, 5, like the middle, 10 being like, wow, I really, really struggle with this every single time I invest, and 1 being I struggle with this daily. This may give you some indication of how the fear of rejection or this approval of this lie plays on you. First one, I often avoid certain people. I avoid certain people. Two, when I think that someone might reject me, I become nervous and anxious. Three, I'm uncomfortable around those who are different than me. Christians that in our recent Bible conference we've heard, and 92% of 
you let it slip out there that there was a favorite song that, you know, was hitting the ground here in L.A. And that's the first time that you showed me your head just to sit on, just to feel out who was on your side.
the righteousness of Jesus. But what the Revelation says that it's all within the context of this relationship, this secure, eternal bond. Your salvation is not just a ticket to heaven. It is a relationship in which the God of the universe says loudly, I accept you. I approve of you.
get back to a point where he would not approve of you. And I think that's what the relationship is with Jesus. This is so secure. This feels more secure than any earthly relationship that you'll never understand. Knowing that Jesus sits on the throne of heaven. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, we'll start with the right
came to Jesus and then we got his righteousness so that we don't have to earn our way into a relationship with him anymore. That we're justified before God. Right as I sit, we are all so pleasing to God that who we really are is righteous. But then he went right to now. He didn't just change our reality, but then he gave us a relationship then so that we can have this constant reminder of who we really are. And you are accepted fully just as you sit here. It's already been done. It's already been taken care of. Just like 2,000 years ago when Jesus hung on that cross, right before he died, he said three words. He said, it is finished. He didn't say, it's partially finished. If you continue to meet all the right standards and get food done by all the right people, then maybe this thing will stop. He said it is finished. It's done. Christ's payment on the cross was sufficient for you and me. It was enough. It was enough to get rid of any standard that we would have had to meet before. It was enough for us to find approval from God, not based on ourselves, but Christ's full acceptance. It was enough. And so if you sit here today and are unwilling to accept the forgiveness that he has given you, if you sit here today and continue to try to earn your salvation, if you sit here today and continue to try to find approval in other people instead of God, what you're really saying is that Jesus' payment was not enough. It wasn't sufficient. Get up and 